Hi, my name's Judy. And I'm Ceci. And together we are Two, Two Girls, Girls on, on a Mic. Do-do-do-do-do, elevator music. <laughs> Before we begin, just a little disclaimer. Judy and I record in a garage, which is very nice and spacious. However, it gets very hot here. We're in the summertime in California. So you will hear some birds chirping, maybe some cars, but guess what? That's just, that's your ambiance for the day. <laughs> <laughs> now, now on to the show. So we're back. Thank you for joining us. This week we are going to be talking about societal pressure. So um, a little bit of what society um, expects. expects of each of us, whether it be being a woman, a man, being young or old, um, what you need to be get done by a certain age. Yeah, like the societal roles, you can say. Yeah, so we're going to dive into that and just give our personal opinions and what we've gone through. Yeah, yeah let's, let's dive right into it. Yep. So one of the things growing up is school, right? Yeah. You're, you're expected to go to school, finish high school, and go straight to college, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, do your four years of college, make sure that you know your major, and then go and get a job in whatever major you got, right? Yeah. But it seems easy on paper, you know, go to, go to school, figure out what you do, but sometimes, one, one, college may not be for you. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. um, or two, you go to college, but you don't necessarily know what you want to do. I mean, at that point, you're 18. You've been in school for, what, six, 14 years? So sometimes college may not be for you. So you may do either the military or you may do... Trade school. Trade schools, a short career, like LVNs or medical assistants, stuff like that. Um, or you may even just entrepreneurship. Yeah, sometimes it's... Nowadays, it's a lot more common to see younger entrepreneurs because of just how social media ha can get you there fairly quick. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. um, or sometimes you do want to go to college, but you don't necessarily know exactly what major you want to do, but you're expected to finish college in four years. Yeah. Or you don't have the funds backing you and you don't want to take out the loans right or sometimes you just want to break from school you don't want yeah. to jump straight into college and which is fine so i think um we're expected a lot at the age of 18 to figure out our life right away yeah i know for me because i was one of those people who wanted to take a year off after just to travel with what money i don't know but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but my parents were very like, cause my mom was first generation mm -hmm. and she, even though she got pregnant while she was in high school, she still finished high school. Same with my dad and my mom graduated. She has a master's. She went to school and to her, that's like no excuses. Right. But I used to think I didn't want to go to college mm -hmm. cause and I was a teenager a lot of people <laughs> right, right. think the same thing and you know some people actually don't want to go to college and that's fine but I was forced <laughs> mm -hmm. to pick a college and go there thankfully I didn't have to like I kind of knew what I wanted to do for a while mm -hmm. I wanted to do photography 
which led me into like lighting and camera work, which is how I got into film school. And luckily the film school I went to, like, that's what I thought I wanted to do at the time, but that's not even what I'm doing now. Like I do that on the side. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, like that whole, the norm, I did do that. I did finish college. I did it within three years because that's how the program was. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I got it before I was 21. Wow. <laughs> but, but that's also now that I'm out of school and I'm still, I'm only 21 right now. It's mm -hmm. like, I feel like I should be doing more because like you said, you get a degree and it seems like in school they teach you once you have that, you can go out and get a job, right. which is not the case. It's not the case. <laughs> Um, and I'm in, the, I'm in the opposite spectrum. I, one, I'm first generation, so automatically I'm expected to go to college, right? Mm -hmm. Because my parents immigrated here and for me to have a better life, right? So I've always had that in my mind. Okay, I have to go to college because my parents made all these sacrifices and I have to get a good career and make money and help them out and blah, 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 which is fine. I mean, I, I'm okay with that, but I also felt like, I mean, I took a while for, to graduate college because originally I ha I thought I thought I wanted to do nursing because it, it that's that was a very popular field yeah mm -hmm. um but I I don't know what I was thinking I hate blood <laughs> I can't do needles I hate the doctor so I don't know what I was thinking why you wanted I wanted to overcome your fears <laughs> So um, I went to college. I was um, pre-nursing at Cal State LA. I was doing all my general ed, um, and I was doing a little bit of the nursing classes that you need to get done before you actually get into nursing school. Yeah, they were so impacted that I like I had to go on the first day and sit in there and and cross my fingers that I would get wow. chosen to be in that class. So it was taking me a while. And then I took anatomy class and the professor said, there's 45 of you right now. Mm -hmm. But at the end of all this, towards the end of the semester, it's only going to be eight of you. <laughs> and I, and I swear God, to God, <laughs> there was about like nine, eight of us towards <laughs> the, the end. end. And I, People were just dropping like flies. And it was one of the hardest like classes I've ever taken. Just having to learn all your um your bones, bones, your muscles. Like we had to dissect a cat, which was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but it after that class I was I, I knew nursing was not for me. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm struggling with this class. Yeah. Nursing like school is gonna be 10 times worse than this and so much more pressure so so I knew that I had to change my major um so then I was trying to figure out I mean I had already been in college for three plus years you know yeah so I had to figure out what I wanted to do so eventually I, I was I was working at the time and I had a co-worker that was in um business in the business major and I figured Sure, why not? Because um, she she had graduated. She was still there, but she was doing an internship as a something to do in in. It was like an office clerk, but higher, mm. <laughs> not just like a secretary, but a little more of a probably like administration. Yeah, and she she got she got straight out of college, did the internship. They wanted to hire her, but then she ended up getting an offer at JPL. 
for NASA. Oh, oh. Yeah. And she was getting paid $30 an hour straight out of college. Wow. So I was like, administrative work? What you say? $30 an hour? Sure. Where do I sign up? <laughs> so I started taking business classes and there were, I liked them. I was, I actually liked them. The only class I didn't like was accounting because I hate math. Uh-uh. <laughs> but I, I managed to pass it. And then there were, I didn't know there was different options. There was marketing, human resources, mm-hmm. uh, inter- entrepreneurship, international, like all these things. And I was, and I was just doing regular, basic business administration. Uh-huh. And I did my research and that degree is very vague mm. that it's a little harder to get into, like to get a job okay. because you don't have like a specific field. It's more broad. Yeah. So I ended up researching um, some of the majors, and I was between marketing and human resources. Mm-hmm. And realistically, the reason why I chose human resources, and, and now that I think about it, I should have gone with marketing just because I would have liked it better, <laughs> is because human resources, I would graduate a semester early because oh. I was just so tired of college yeah. already. So I, I ended up switching my major to human resources. I finished. It took me like, I graduated in 2010 from high school. I didn't get my degree until 20, 2017. Okay. It took me seven years to, to finish college. But I did it. it took yeah. me a while. But I would see some of my uh, old classmates that they would finish in four years, maybe five. And I was still stuck in college. Mm. And I was like, I would, I would be a little embarrassed because it's seven years later and you're just graduating. But I remember seeing a quote um, says it doesn't matter when you graduate. It's just it went. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long it takes you, but you finishing it. Yeah. And 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 I thought about it. I'm like, yeah. Why am I ashamed that it took me seven years? Yeah, you still. You did know, it. I'm still. I still did it. I was very blessed to have gotten a job offer even before I finished college. Yeah. I think it was in my last semester, and I had already an HR position, entry-level position, waiting for me as soon as I graduated, which I was very lucky, because to get in the HR field straight out of college is a little difficult. <laughs> but I think we have to normalize it taking longer than just the four years, because yeah. not everybody knows what they want to do. A lot of times, a lot of people change their majors all yeah. the time. It's mm-hmm. very normal. You're going to change your major... More than once. Yeah. Or even, like, I've seen people who, like, did get the degree. They aren't even doing that. Right. Right. They end up falling in a whole different path. Yeah. And it's fine. I mean, you went to college. I mean, uh, it now... It sucks that you spend all the money. Yeah. But... <laughs> Nowadays, though, a degree... It doesn't It much. doesn't really do much. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, it's... I mean, yes, some fields do require it, but... Honestly, I've I've seen people get good jobs and not have a degree. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not necessarily a requirement now. I know there's some jobs that require just a they don't care what bachelor's you have. Yeah. They just want you to have a bachelor's. <laughs> you can have a bachelor's in math and like be in a whole different yeah. position, you know. Um and other places that don't even require that as long as you have the experience. Yeah. For example, in HR, yes, it helps to have the the bachelor's degree or the certification, but if you have the experience, they're they're willing to waive that degree, mm. because if you know the regulations, if you know the basics of it, then everything kind of uh, everything else comes with this experience, and you just have to stay on top of like learning new laws that are coming out. So I know, yeah, I know. For me, I kind of went through the same thing, just like while I was also going to school, just because I 
I consider myself to be a very, like, I got mature very fast, very mm-hmm. early. And, you know, in middle school, my parents forced me to take Avid. Which oh, I know. I hated. <laughs> Trust. I, I did too. I hated it. But, like, I... I don't understand. I'm like, why do you guys want me to take it? I'm going to go to college. I just, I don't need to take this class. And they made me take that class. And obviously your assignments are you have to look into colleges and figure out what you want to do. And then in high school, same thing. They made me take it, but I switched schools. And thankfully, Avid was full. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how I got out of it. But from early on, I wanted to study kinesiology, oh. which is like bones and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I, I took anatomy class my sophomore year, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and But it's also different. My high school offered a program where if you got in during your junior and senior year, mm-hmm. instead of taking your English and history classes, like at the school... They partnered up with the community college up there. The professors would go into our classrooms and teach their courses. And so we would get the college credit and the high school credit. So that's what helped me get it so, like, fast. Mm, okay. So that, obviously, it pushed me forward. I only had to do one semester to finish all my GEs after I graduated high school. See, and, and for in our, in our high school, we, we had the, uh, the chance to enroll in our community college classes for free mm-hmm. and start start working on general ed classes and I didn't take advantage of that Cause, and because you don't want to do that it's I was like so extra upset. time <laughs> I was just like man I could have taken like just PE classes or just like English classes just like really easy classes because you know you need to have like um extra what is it what were they, what are they called like extracurricular activity? extra like curricular just activity. extra mm-hmm. like um credits just of just stuff you want to take like I took photography just because I needed to take just general ed stuff I'm like I could have taken those classes and not paid for them (laughs) and but been ahead of the game yeah that's that's something I always did too like I didn't want to do PE class I don't because the high desert it gets hot I wasn't trying to run a mile out there so I did it over the summer. (laughs) (laughs) and what what the fun thing over the summer is it's not even like a PE class. They just have you sit on a computer, mm-hmm. learn about health, and take the quiz. Oh. So that's what I did for my sophomore year. So that opened up a spot where I could take more classes. Right. So my junior junior year, I was taking photography and piano. Mm-hmm. And then chemistry and um, I think algebra two. And that was pretty much it, high school-wise. And then after lunch, we would go to the the community college ones Mm -hmm. so my like quote-unquote high school day was super easy besides chemistry I I hate chemistry yeah (laughs) chemistry sucks ass (laughs) yeah so it depends on everyone like I felt the pressure because my parents like were very on oh you have to go to college Mm -hmm. you have to do this from a very early age which I'm thankful for now because if I didn't go through school as quickly as I did I wouldn't even be sitting here I know that's I probably, crazy. I how wouldn't have met Matt. <laughs> Honestly, that's how crazy how that would have changed everything. Like this podcast wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be dating Matt. Mm-mm. Like it's insane. Yeah. So I mean, it works out, but also go to like your own pace. If I felt like I couldn't do what I was doing, obviously I would have told my parents like I I can't do this right now. Right. <laughs> I need right. to take it slower. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, if you're 
obviously some parents might react differently. Thankfully, mine are very supportive. And because I know like if if some people would be like, oh, I want to go to film school, their parents would not react the same way mine did. <laughs> yeah. It, and to me, it's crazy. Okay, so I have an older brother, but he ended up just like dropping out. He didn't continue school. He didn't graduate high school. But I still felt the pressure, like, well, you have to do it. Yeah. I felt like I was pressured more than my brother was. And even my younger brother. Um, again, it was already, it was always instilled in, in our head. You have to go to college. You have to get a degree. You got to get a job. But I felt like I wasn't, I was held at a different standard than my brothers were. For my brother, it was perfectly fine that he dropped out. And then my younger brother, yes, he graduated high school. He went to college. But I think after, like, two semesters. He was out. Like, he, he's like, I, this is not for me. Yeah. And it's like, God forbid that I would have dropped out of college because it would have been, uh, no, you have to stay in college, you know? I think that also goes into, like, the difference between men and women in Hispanic culture. Yeah. Because that's a huge... <laughs> that's a huge topic there yeah. by itself. And I think women from just as as soon as they're born, they're held at a different standard. I mean... They're, one, expected to get married, have kids, cater to a man. And now it's being more normalized for them to go to work. But before it was like, no, you get married, you have kids, you take care of your husband, you take care of the kids, you stay home. And that's that, you know? Yeah, which there I can also, like, obviously I saw that. And in some cases I experienced that, but my family is very heavily mostly female Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's my dad that's it (laughs) (laughs) and then like growing up I had my grandpa and my uncle but everybody else all my mom's sisters which all together it's four of them plus my grandma and me and my sisters so we didn't necessarily at least me and my sisters we didn't feel that kind of pressure like oh you have to get married oh you have to do this and that oh you're gonna have kids if anything, my mom was telling me the opposite because she had me so young. Right. Uh, which I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> and But I, I, I do see that when I would go over to one of my best friends from high school. It was her and her brother, same grade, but she was treated very differently than he was. She had to be home by a certain time. Uh, he could go out with friends basically every day after school. She couldn't do it more than like twice a week. <laughs> yeah, I remember that uh, for me, going to school dances was a major no. I think I went once, um, and that's because my friends asked. <laughs> my friends were like, okay, fine. Um, but my brother, whenever he wanted to go school dances, oh, my dad's like, oh, here's money, here you go, blah, blah, blah. Um, or you go into your friend's house, oh, they have a party, here you go. If I wanted, even when I, even after I turned over 18, whenever I wanted to go out with Derek, Oh, I need you back by 8. I'm like, the party literally starts at 8, Dad. How do you want me to be back at (laughs) 8? But no. Even even after, like, when my younger brother, he graduated high school probably three years ago. And when I went to prom, my dad wanted me home by 10. And when my little brother went to prom, he didn't get home till, like, 4 in the morning. (laughs) 4 in the morning. I was so upset. I was like, really, Dad? This Mm -hmm. is thing he's like... Well, I didn't know. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sure. And it it changes. Like, I'm sure we'll have another episode on siblings. Because mm-hmm. I'm the oldest. And I have seen, like, how lenient my parents have gotten as 
they go down the line. <laughs> right. And I think it just goes back to the first kid. They're very, they're being protective. They're not sure what they're, they're new to this. Yeah. And after you, they have the experience with the first one, they're like, the oh, okay, <laughs> well, we don't have to be so hard on them, you know? Yeah. Thank you for using me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could do this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's just, uh, just how women and men are held at a different standard just even for example cooking women are expected to know how to cook and men are not they're not necessarily taught to cook because it's a quote-unquote woman's thing to do yeah and and i don't think it is i mean i think it's a human skill to know i mean you you have to survive you (laughs) you need you need to know how to cook and make food for yourself and and i always use example if you have kids and say you get a divorce or you're a single father, you need to know how to cook for that child. You can't just it's, be buying. You can't fast just say, food. "Oh well, the woman will do it." Okay, well, maybe you may not have a partner. You may not have your mom there. It may be a gay couple. Mm-hmm. You it you just need to know how to cook to survive. Mm-hmm. And that's something that growing up, because we would always eat at my grandma's house. Because we would either be living there or we'd live like 10 minutes away. Mm -hmm. And I have never (laughs) in my 21 years of life seen my grandpa cook. (laughs) (laughs) Like we would get home or she would pick us up and she'd already have the food ready on the stovetop because our dinner was at like 3 (laughs) p.m. And then if we wanted to have like cereal in the night, it'd be like, oh, (laughs) cenar. But that for sure, like, but even then, my mom didn't cook for us. Like, mm-hmm. none of my aunts cooked because my grandma was doing right. cooking. So when I moved out, I was like, well, I don't know how to cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. that's when I saw my other grandpa. I moved in with um, on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of, like, the protein cooking. Okay. And my grandma would do, like, the rice or... Like the sides? Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's, like, when I was like, okay. Because my dad liked cooking, too. Mm-hmm. And... My grandma that I used to live with, I used to cook for everyone. She told everyone, like, I'm done. <laughs> you guys cook your own damn food. <laughs> and then that's when I noticed that my mom and dad, they try to split it. I think my dad cooks a little bit more. I think with a lot of these, because my parents are, like, they're not old. They're pretty young. They, they're young. I consider them, like, very young. So I I think I see them in between like, okay, these people that have those standards versus like people like us who we see it a little bit different because they still have their own things. We're like, yeah, it's one way. It shouldn't be any other way. Mm -hmm. But with some other things, they're more like, okay. Open-minded. Yeah. So I think that benefits me and that's the reason I am the way I am now Mm -hmm. because of how I've seen from that. And I still differ with them about some things. But like, like I said, I'm very thankful that... I'm the way I am. <laughs> so then that would that would bring me to how before women were a stay-at-home stay wives or moms, right? Yeah. And then the husband would be the breadwinner. As as we evolved where well now one person can't just be the breadwinner, right? Cuz nowadays you need, nowadays you need two incomes, right? Especially in California. Yeah, that is where we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so another stigma or societal pressure is that the man has to make more than the woman. Because some men 
feel, I don't know, like... Inclined. Or yeah. they feel like it, they're, they're, they're lesser of a man. Yes. Just because the woman is making more. Luckily, with Derek and I, he doesn't mind. He's like, hey, you can be my sugar mama now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Matt says, too. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I don't understand why it's such a big issue... I mean, I understand when it comes from older generation because that's what the their way of thinking, yeah. the way they were brought up. But the younger generation that's coming up and they still have that mentality. I mean, you you see the the difference in in society now. Mm-hmm. Women, more women are working. Yeah. So you you can't tell a woman, hey, you're making more than me. Get a job that's not going to pay you as yeah. much. <laughs> like how 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 would you feel like if Matt would tell you, well. I don't want you making more money than I am because it makes me feel less of a man. I would have a very serious talk (laughs) with him. And I mean, if it was really a problem, then we'd have a problem because I'm not going to quit my job and go work for a lesser thing. Because I like like living comfortably to Mm -hmm. where, yes, my bills are paid. I don't have a lot of bills right now, thankfully. Thank you again to my parents. (laughs) This is just (laughs) thank you, parents. (laughs) But I like you know, buying stuff for my own pleasure, whether that's like, I just bought a new chair for my desk Mm -hmm. and I'm looking into buying a computer, which aren't, that's not cheap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I need to, I I like, like I said, living comfortably. So I need to make that extra cushion. So if he really had a problem with it, I'd be like, all right, then see ya. See and, and I think I also think that the reason why men are uncomfortable with women making more money with them is because at that point then they can't control them anymore. Because yeah. if if a woman depends on a man, then they have the security like, oh, she can't leave me because she can't do it on her own. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a woman that has her own uh, money coming in, then she can say, well, fuck you, I'm leaving. I can I can be on my own. I can afford my own place. I can afford my own stuff. So they can't hold that against them anymore. And I think that's why some men are bothered by the fact that a woman makes more money. Yeah, which if that's the mindset, then you probably shouldn't be in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't be looking to control them. Right. But also on that same note, maybe they're embarrassed that they don't make as much money. But if, like, again, if they're really annoyed by it, but they still want to be with you, you can get another job. Or you can get a higher paying job if it really bothers you. Yeah, and and I mean, if the woman put in her time and and money to get educated or find this job or Mm -hmm. did what she needed to do to get to this point, then why are you going to want to take that away from her? Wouldn't that make you then say, well, let me work hard. Let me go back to school. Let me do this. Let me do that so I can get to the level that she's at, which you should use it maybe as a inspiration. Well, damn, she's doing that great for her. I want to be at that point too. Let me see, or you can even ask her like, Hey, how did you get there? Like, what would you recommend I do? Should I go back to school? Blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. instead of being jealous about it. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, cause recently last year when we were finishing up school, cause Matt and I graduated a month apart mm-hmm. and both of us, we're just doing like DoorDash on the side whenever we needed the mm-hmm. money because we had money saved, but separately. Mm-hmm. And when you got me the job in January, he was still in the process of getting his disability rate. Mm-hmm. So that for like a f- two, three months, 
I was the only one making money. So he, we both had money saved, but I was the only one making it. Right. And he didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> Same right. thing with Derek. Uh, he's like, you could be my sugar mama. Like, uh, <laughs> For a little bit. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go to work. <laughs> um, but I think that did inspire him to start looking at more jobs because mm-hmm. I would come home and he'd be like on Indeed or right. on Facebook groups, like looking for more stuff. And since then he has gotten a, like a more permanent He has a really thing. nice gig right Yeah, now. and it pays more. I think he gets paid about the same that I get paid, but he only goes in like two to three times a week when I'm in there for 45 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so... But that's the thing, you know, his relates to entertainment. Right, right. Yeah. So obviously entertainment jobs, they pay more. So now he's making more money than I am because he has that. And now he does have his disability right. uh, rating. So, yeah, he is the breadwinner. Not by much, but. You're like, not yet. But he, now he's <laughs> the sugar daddy because he makes like $100 more. <laughs> So the next thing, um, another societal standard that we have is once you're with, well, even before you have a partner, once you get to a certain age, parents and friends and family start asking, well, when are you going to get married or where, where are you in your relationship? Are you, do you have somebody? Yeah, I would hate that, especially like as the listeners and you now know, I was very secretive with like relationships and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I did have them, but. Again, as far as my family knows, Matt is the first one. Right, right. <laughs> to the point where, like, side side story, to the point where my middle sister, she sent Matt an Instagram DM after we made it official, mm-hmm. telling Matt to just treat me right. Because wow. she even said in the message, she's like, I hear her first boyfriend. <laughs> 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 and Matt showed it to me. I'm like, Oh, Alex, <laughs> I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's a she meant well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just crazy that when you when you start when you get in a serious relationship, or if you're not in a relationship and you're getting older, then you start getting pressure. Well, when are you gonna get married? Or uh, where's your partner? Or if you if you do have a partner, when is he proposing? When are you guys getting married? You guys are getting older. When are you guys having kids? Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, chill. I know. Relax. <laughs> damn. Relax. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I I mean that's been happening for since I was in high school. So yeah, they would always ask like, when am I gonna get a boyfriend? When am I gonna bring him over? As if I did have one. That was just in high school. So. Now that I've had Matt, again, him being, like, my parents, I think they met him before we made it official. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, yeah, they did, because then we went to Disneyland with them, and Matt was planning on telling him, but he was taking too damn long, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to hold his hand, <laughs> and so we were in line, and my dad was looking at me, like, kind of asking without actually asking, oh, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then that turns around he's like what and i'm like oh I, I told him that you asked me to be your girlfriend and he's like why i wanted to do <laughs> i'm like well maybe you should have done it faster <laughs> but yeah like i 
because at least for my parents, that's the first time they've met a significant other of mine. And he's older. I was very honest, like, when I told them how old he was. That was, like, the scariest thing ever. (laughs) Because they're not, they're only two years apart. And what gave me, like, that, oh, I think they'll be okay with it is my mom's younger sister. Mm -hmm. Her and her husband are, I think, nine or ten years apart. Oh, okay. So Matt and I's age gap is like eight or nine years. And they took it well, thankfully. <laughs> but I think are you are you are they asking for when is he gonna pop the question? No, I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very impatient. <laughs> um <laughs> but I mean the first time my mom brought up grandkids was at my graduation party when I think um. she was drunk. <laughs> And everybody was giving like little speeches. Oh yeah, I remember. And she, yeah, she's like, I can't wait to have my future grandbabies. And I'm like, Whoa, Whoa you need to relax. <laughs> yeah, mom. chill out there, mom. <laughs> I barely turned twenty. Like. <laughs> but I mean, my dad hasn't brought it up yet. <laughs> I don't think he's waiting anytime soon. My uh, my mom's youngest sister who I consider, like, my sister, Mm because she was seven when I was born, so our age gap is very small, and we used to go everywhere together. Uh She makes jokes that, because her and her boyfriend have been together for three, going on four years this year, and she's like, if you get married before me, that's it. I'm going (laughs) to... She said... This is a joke. This is a dark humor joke. But she said, I'm going to kill myself if you get married before I do. And, you know, I, I, she tells me too. She's like, are you planning on having kids? Same thing. My aunts, they mm-hmm. ask me. They don't necessarily uh, tell me when am I going to have them. Uh-huh. They're like, are you thinking about it? I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're so young. Yeah. Um, but other than that, my grandparents don't ask me that. <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with with having kids at a young age. No, but if no. you if I mean if you feel you're prepared and you want to, perfectly fine. I mean, there's people out there who who want to have kids young because they have the reasons they want to be young parents and blah blah blah, and they want to finish sooner, which is fine. But there's people out there like myself that I didn't have my baby till I was 27 because I wanted one. I moved out at 20, 20 no 21. Mm-hmm. And I, this, throughout my whole life, my parents wouldn't let me go out. They wouldn't let me do anything. So I was, I wanted to have a point in my life where I could do whatever I want. To yeah. go out with mm-hmm. friends, to not have to deal with the responsibility. Yes. You know, I, I wanted to live my life. And I did. And then after that, I was just like, all right, well, I'm tired of going out every day. I'm tired of like just going into the bars and getting drunk and blah, 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 you know. And, uh, and my husband was like, okay, well. I'm fine having a kid right now. So then we decided to have a kid and we have him now. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think that's my biggest like reasoning on not wanting to have kids. Cause mm-hmm. I, I feel like everybody that I know knows that I like to travel mm-hmm. at least once a year, obviously pre COVID COVID uh, starting in 2017. I wanted to do like one big trip a year so going out of the country Mm -hmm. and I've gone to Europe London Spain and Canada nice so I there's obviously a lot more than that right right yeah (laughs) and 
that's my biggest reasoning on holding off mm-hmm. and, and being financially stable. Because right now I'm financially stable for myself. Right. But like I mentioned before, my parents like help me out a lot. Like they take care of the larger bills. Right, right. So obviously once, you know, they cut that string. It's going to be very be, different. Yeah. yeah. And my student loans are going to come in. So mm. like, yes, I feel financially stable right now. But I know that that's unfortunately not going to last. Right. And there's only more bills that are going to be dropped on mm. on me. So I've always, too, said like late, mid to late 20s is when I would have my first kid. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, it there's never a perfect timing. It's mm-hmm. not like there's a perfect age to have a kid. It, it honestly is going to depend on every person. Some people, like I said, they may want to have kids at a really young age. Um, others don't want to have kids at all, which is also fine. Yeah. And um, I think another thing, too, that I can bring in is, um, again, like I mentioned, Matt and I's age difference. Because mm-hmm. he's older. Mm-hmm. And I also understand that, oh, well, he's, like, probably at the age where he wants to start having kids. Right, right. Where I'm on the other mm-hmm. end of the spectrum. What? But I think... Probably my biggest argument to that is that he can have kids longer than I would be able to. Right. So, because men, they can, you know. Have kids at any I mean, time, really. <laughs> they can, but it also comes with the cost. Like, the older they get, yeah, the like, more susceptible of them having some kind of uh, issue. issue, health issue. Yeah, that and then also wanting to be able to, like, go and play with your kids. Right, right. So, But I, I, I still think Matt's pretty young, though. Yeah, he's young. He's... 30 he's 30 and I mean, he acts like he's 20 something yeah. but his <laughs> so. body is like 60 <laughs> i mean honestly mine too <laughs> my back already hurts and I <laughs> but yeah like just stuff like that where you, there's a compromise and obviously that depends on everybody's personal relationships mm-hmm. like you and derek you're around the same age i think you're like right. a year apart no we're the same age we're just oh, like a co- like three four months difference, yeah but same year mm-hmm so it it depends on the situation, but I've definitely felt like, oh shit, he he's older, he's not necessarily ready for kids because I feel like you're never ready. <laughs> you're never ready. You just you're ready for the thought of having a yeah. kid, mm-hmm. but you'll never truly be prepared. You can be financially prepared. You can have the place. You can uh, say yes, I want to have a kid. But once a kid gets here, I mean, you've, you've never experienced anything like that. Yeah. So you, 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 you'll try and be as prepared as possible, but honestly, you're just going to learn as you go. I, I, was, I wanted to have a kid, but I've never been really good with kids. Like, not that I was bad with kids, but I, I've never been that person who, oh, I want to go play with the kid, blah, blah, blah. Like mm-hmm. how you do. Like when you come in and you, you go straight to play with, Yo- with Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been like that. I've, so I, I would always question like am I gonna be a good mom like can I do this um but I mean as long as you're 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 willing to do your best and you're not like mistreating the kid oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) then you'll be fine I mean everything just comes uh, comes as as it goes you know I I was always I didn't change very much diapers when I when my little brother was uh younger because I was I think I was like six seven when he was born and I didn't really care for care for carrying newborns because I felt like I, I would drop him or something, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So when I had Joey, 
everything just as soon as he was born like it just came naturally like I, I knew how to hold him I knew how to breastfeed and I've never done that but uh, once you become a parent it's it's something that kind of like automatically you get and you're like survival skills I need to I need to take care of this kid so you kind of learn to to do things you know yeah that's i think because he's your youngest brother right mm -hmm. when you were six seven mm -hmm. my youngest sister i was 13 yeah, so, so you were a little older you so were i able yeah to care for her. so like my mom i would see what she was doing and i'd be like okay so like even now because we were just talking with on saturday last saturday mm -hmm. with matt and pablo who are scared to hold newborns because mm -hmm. of their Head. their head yeah I've never even thought about that I'm like oh yeah here you go hold him for you like mm -hmm. like nothing <laughs> and that was the, that was the same thing with me I, I like I felt like is their freaking head gonna fall off or something because <laughs> yeah. I was not used to that you know yeah and I yeah because I again that was when I was 13 and then my aunt or my uncle had his baby I think he just turned four so not too long ago and then my aunt had her baby two years ago mm -hmm. so babies have been like a constant thing with me yeah and I grew up very close to my aunts and uncles mm -hmm. so I saw their babies a lot yeah. and I'm thankful for that because like I'm a very anxious person already so I could only imagine if I was scared of holding babies oh I know <laughs> yeah and I think that that's what makes a difference like I wasn't around little kids very much so I wasn't I didn't know what to do as opposed to you that you were exposed to a lot of kids so you kind of naturally started to understand like okay i know what to do yeah i would you know? see how the parents would handle it and mm -hmm. yeah but i think that also gives reason as to why i want to wait <laughs> yeah which is which is good that's why i, I tell cecilia if you ever get baby fever just come watch joey for a little bit and oh yeah never go away real quick <laughs> yeah that's what i noticed like my younger sister izzy she was like she was a pretty calm baby and my cousin Eli, who's four now, I think, he was pretty calm too. He's very shy. He's a very shy kid. Mm. And but the most recent cousin, mm. <laughs> the two-year-old now, <laughs> it seems like he was born into his terrible twos. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he would always like. He's one of those babies that, which most of them are, like they always want to be held. Mm -hmm. uh, like if you put them down and they're asleep, they wake up right away. Oh, okay. But when he learned how to walk, mm -hmm. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Even now, like, he's a cute, they're all cute babies, which is, like, I think what entices someone to want to have their own right. baby. Mm -hmm. But because I was around, like, okay, when you go to events with your families, you see the kids there, you're mm -hmm. like, oh, that's how baby fever, fever comes about. Right. But I would see after everybody left the party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And that's, yeah, I'm like, all right. Because I've always wanted a boy first. Mm -hmm. And it just seems that every boy in the family is just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, these these are some of the some of the topics we want to talk about, societal pressures. I, I'm sure there's a lot more oh, out yeah. there. But I think these are the major ones that we um, relate to. related to the most and... I think just moving forward with with uh, how society is going, I, th I think, I don't think they'll ever go away because mm, you'll yeah. always have parents who are going to teach that to their kids. The old school. Mm -hmm. um, and it's our duty to break those societal pressures. Um, like for me, when I have a boy, 
I'm going to teach him how to cook. Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach him to be able to do his laundry. I don't want him to expect a woman to to do do that that for him. Because it's, again, it's not a woman's job. It's just a human skill that you need to have. I mean, if you move out on your own, he better not be coming to my house so I can cook for him or clean for him. No, like, (laughs) you need to know how to do that. Um, And same, if if I, I need to show him that just because he's a man, he's not enti- entitled to a different treatment. Yeah. Like if I ever do have another kid and it is a girl, I don't want to treat them different because it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Um, both of them will probably be very strict as far as them going out. Just because <laughs> I'm very anxious. Just with the world, the way it is now, I, I don't trust anybody. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Now I know why my parents were so scared of me <laughs> being out, you know? Yeah. I think I should be fair across the board with a son and a daughter, not just because I have a daughter. I shouldn't be have to treat her differently. Even though I, I understand that being a woman is scarier mm-hmm. because men don't have to deal with what we have to deal with. Yeah. For example, I... I fear going out hiking alone or going even on a run or walk in the neighborhood because I fear that I'm going to get kidnapped or I'm going to get raped. Yeah, that's something that I struggle with too. Like um, just just simple things that our friends go out and do by themselves. Mm. So like Pablo always posting that he goes to play disc golf by himself. Right. And to be fair, our friend Jess, she goes by herself too. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like, in me, if to me, it's a fear. Like I have yeah. nobody there. Like sure, I have my location shared with people. Right, right. But they could easily throw my phone out. Right. Yeah. And I hate that I I live in that fear. Yeah. Because it stops me from doing a lot of things that that I want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not fair that we have to live in the world like that. And that's why, as a boy mom, I have to teach my son. It's not okay. If uh, if you like a girl and she says no, no That's is no. no. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a, oh, it's a no, let me keep trying yeah. to convince her. Let me change her. your mind, yeah. Like, no, that's you're going to take that answer as it is. And if, if eventually she changes her mind on her own, then great. But don't be that man who continues to pursue a woman after they have said no Mm -hmm. so that's the that's the end of our uh, episode today so just want to leave you guys with the message um that whether you're a man or a woman break away from those stereotypes or uh, societal pressures that you have you'll be a lot happier if you'll be a lot happier because then you don't you don't have the pressure of having to fit a certain mold that society has given you um so just move on from that and if if you have a son or daughter do your part of breaking that cycle as well yeah mm-hmm. um but uh for next week join us um if you have any topic that you would like us to talk about please dm us on our instagram at two girls on a mic or at our personal ones which mine is moody judy with a double y yeah, and mine is at ceci.nciso if you don't know how to spell it i'll put it in the description <laughs> it, it, all this would be in the description so make sure you follow us on instagram and we'll see you on the next episode yep thank you guys for listening bye bye